you're gonna really enjoy this. Don't make me cry though. I'm gonna make you cry. I'm just kidding. I'm not that much of a cryer. Not much of a cryer? Ooh, now you, got, now you just gave me a little challenge. So with that said, happy I guess... cries. I probably cry. Happy cry more than I sad cry. When's the last time you happy cry? Probably this week. You happy cry this week? Yeah, when I watch the news sometimes and then I tell like a super awesome story. No, I was watching a. My sister in law posted a Facebook thing. And it was like this kid in Texas and he played the drums and he lost his drum set in the fire, whatever. And then he was playing on plastic, like things. And then his music teacher, like, posted something about it, told her friends about it, and they bought him a full drum set. And then he just started going to town. And he was so good. He was like 13. Oh, wow. He was super cute. And then I was just like happy tears because the kids started like crying because they gave him a set and his family didn't have the money to buy a new set. Oh. And I was just like, oh, this set. Tears running down. I'm like, I like it. Oh, wow. Well, this this happy crier here, this is uh, Katie Powell. <gasps> yeah, we're on, by the way. Sorry, I didn't tell you. You didn't see the on-air sign? No, you no. Oh, I got to fix the light bulb. Great. <laughs> you have to work on that one. Yep. It, the intro is good, though. Um, so along with happy tears, we have um, Katie Powell here. Um, she's actually probably, actually probably pretty much a mystery to most of most of actually the listeners here now Everything's i would say fun. there's a few select people that know about you but i guess to start off i guess i'll say i like you oh. i like you i like you a lot too. i like you so so for the last month katie and i have been um we've been dating we're kind of going steady that is how you refer to it on I, the initial one right uh-huh. i did i did ask mm-hmm. to go steady didn't you I? did you did and i felt like zach morris you did. It kind of felt mm-hmm. that way too. Did it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. What do you think that means? Dating together, no one else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exclusively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing. Yeah. Like boyfriend mm-hmm. girlfriend kind of thing. It's kind of crazy because we're in like that beginning stage of things when everything's like completely alive and lit up and filling every need that we each have and. It's, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. Um, for, actually, we'll paint the picture here. I guess we'll paint the picture. So, how did we meet? What did you say? Mm. What did you remember? You well. Know, you have a first time? No. First time you laid eyes on me? I don't. Um, I guess the real laid eyes was at a recent party. But you were always there. I already knew about you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always everyone's friend, whatever, always there at the same parties. I mean, I found photos of us later mm-hmm. that we were right next to each other. So I was like, oh. Look like well, a you were there. pre-couple. Right? Picture. Knowing that we didn't even probably talk that day. I didn't even tell you you were at that party. I didn't know if you were even there. I was just... I have no idea what it was. I think we were living in the moment, right? Yeah. Maybe, Maybe we both do that a lot. It's probably um, dancing. I think I danced. Did you see me spin? Uh, no. Oh, you but that's looking. possible. You weren't looking. No. Mm-hmm. But I could see that. Yeah. Now that I've seen your dance moves, I could see that. Mm-hmm. So I would say that uh, I noticed you more mm-hmm. recently. Doing what? Uh, actually, I think I asked you to play a game of what is it, cornhole. Yes, you were my opponent. Actually. I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, why not? I can't stand around a party. Let's do something. But that actually worked out better if you weren't on my team because as an opponent, 
of cornhole. You're standing next to me. Yeah. So it was kind of ruthless, though. It was very ruthless at first. Like I was trying to feel you out as an opponent because I want to get in your head. I want to make sure that I can shake you up. Mm-hmm. And I was I ruthless. Suck. I suck. Yeah. I, 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 my partner was really good. She carried the team. She did help you out. But, but you weren't bad. We were was, going hand in hand for a while. We were high five then too. Yeah, we were. I remember that first time I high fived you. It was right there at that yeah. cornhole. Mm-hmm. We had that's the first time I actually remember talking to you. I don't even know. Like we could. Like I drove your car that day you too. You did drive my car. That's what I remember too. I'm just like, why am I driving a car? Like I, I don't know. I, was, I think I actually someone gave to drive you the keys because I put yeah. it in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to see what. Of course, you drive a Mercedes. Oh, what's that supposed to I don't know. You just perfectly fit. You fit good in the Mercedes. You look good in the Mercedes. It just works. Mm. It works. It's a good love-hate relationship with that it's car. Mm-hmm. Love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. I know that. Oh, My God. car guy feels that way, too. <laughs> you keep in in business. <laughs> I do. I do. There's something recent that just happened. Did you, did you actually did. fix that bumper or what? No, I still have to take it to him. I'm just slightly embarrassed to be like, hi, I'm here for the fifth time this year. It's um. I mean, I saw you drive today. It's kind of like NASCAR back there. Yeah, I was actually really sketched out. I I saw that. I'm not even kidding. The other day when I was following you, something weird, because I text and drive. I do all the time. I'm sorry to say I'm putting it on here. I text and drive all the time. It's very bad. Don't do this at home. It's really bad. But um, texting and driving you and I'm following you, something, you remember what day I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. because something in me. On Sunday. Honestly, Yes. As we were as we were talking on the phone, we had a red light talking on the phone, and I text you something, and then I said, "All right, I'll see you there," because I was following you back at your house, and I said, "Put your phone down, mm-hmm. stop texting," and I never, and I swear, I never have said that. I'm so ashamed to probably it. saved my life. Never said that before in my life. For real though, almost saved my life because literally within ten seconds of that moment. I literally had put my phone down because I was like, I don't need this. I've got music going. I'm good. Mm. And a car pulled right on out in front of me. Like, and I just, I, I had to react pretty quickly. I saw the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was I literally puckered up. I tensed up. I didn't know it was going to beep. I was going to, I don't know what to me do. Me too, but I'm not I, that person. And I feel like everyone in Florida likes to honk a lot. So I just I like, I don't know. I don't do it unless it's like, I'm in that moment. But I was just like more reacting, trying to take care of that than to worry about punishing someone for their actions i mean i'll tell you the, the stories that you have told me about your driving record and the things that have happened i literally like i'm putting everything in place of what's about to happen in the future here when i saw that car pull in front of you like he cut in front of you because there was a car in front of him and he needed to get over because they were turning to the right so he was gonna pull right in front of you and i was like please don't do it he went and i'm like i get tensed up and then i remember i'm like I really hope you're not texting because all I'm saying, because I know that moment you look down for one second, Done. that's the shit that happens. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my God, I actually got really scared. I got concerned. I know you texted me after you're like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and then, but, but what was more, uh, I guess, uh, I don't even know if that's serendipitous. I think that's um, a little more, uh, it was just quint- like what hit me with it was I never have said ever before someone to stop texting and driving. And it's sad to say. Well, I don't know that you've also met anyone that has as many accidents as I do. Yeah, I was really looking out for you and everybody else. Yeah, I was really looking out for him in that situation, so (laughs) he's welcome. Yeah, (laughs) well, I appreciate it as well. So, yes, I reacted pretty well. I've gotten Mm -hmm. good at that, at least. Just sometimes make terrible mistakes. It's okay. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. So, going back to meeting you, that's Mm -hmm. what I meant. I think it kind of went from there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, just a little backstory that when, after that, 
I realized, because I didn't see you after that time. Cornhole, you could have left at that moment. I didn't know. I did I didn't leave see shortly you. after. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had I to study. Know. I had a test coming up on Monday morning. Mm. And I told Evan, I was like, I can only show up for like an hour or two. So we stayed like three. And I was like, okay, we got to go home. See, I don't remember you leaving. That's how much you weren't in my radar. I just, uh, yeah, we kind of left see. real quickly. And then you started popping up when I was on a hike and saw some snakes. And, and I had just had a snake dream. And let me tell you, like, and I just reacted. It just. Oh, my God. I don't like snakes yeah. at all. It's like my biggest fear. I can't. Uh, I can't believe it because I saw two You that saw day. so many. I saw two that day. I've never seen two snakes in, in, in one hike. And um, and you told me that. And you're like, yeah, you should come check it out. I'm like, absolutely not. Like, snakes? Are we kidding right now? I didn't know you are so serious about not liking snakes. No, I, I, had, I, like I recently had a bad snakes. dream about them too, and I'm just like, oh, no snakes ever. No, I saw it after the abundance of snakes. She um, she messaged me, and then I was basically letting her know where I was because there's a really cool place up where I live. And I asked her if she had been there before, and she says no. And then I asked her about another park that's close here, and she said no. There's a lot of things in Jupiter that typically most people have seen or done and she hasn't so it was a really good opening for me at that point to well let me tell you about my town (laughs) (laughs) let me show you around (laughs) it's one of those cliche things follow me so there was a recent thing that i started doing i I was floating yes recent i wanted to i checked it out um to to float down the street in this pod in like ten thousand pounds of epsom salt and it's so crazy of an experience when you're laying and you can't feel your body and you can't so see. mind blowing. It's so dark. No matter if you open your eyes or shut them, you're still dreaming. It's just insane. It's it's so, it's trippy. It's very insightful. Um, it's an amazing experience. I, I loved it so much and I wanted to do it again. And it was a perfect opportunity to show you um, like a good thing to do up here. Why did you think I'd say yes? Because it's kind of an odd thing to ask someone now. I, it's like a massage, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a Similar massage. Similar to that. So it had to be a little something. So you're like, hmm, would she like this? Because not many people know about it. Because I asked people and nobody knew. I had to look it up. Um, to be honest, I asked you because I think I wanted to be cool. Because I didn't think, I think it was outside of the box. I think most people that you would know won't know about it. So I wanted to be that significant person that says, well, Anywhere. look what I got. And you I know, liked it. I got it. some stuff to show you. I got some cool things. Threw to, me in right you know, there. And then um, I really, I don't think, I can't put myself, I told myself that there was no hidden agenda there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was, um, I don't know if I was real or not with that. I don't know if I'm really honest At about first it. wasn't I don't nothing. think, because I almost said. Cause well, I you invited me to a networking event first. Oh, okay. That was actually just throwing a bone and say, like, listen, you're in the same market as me. You're worse. We but that's when it was kind of like, oh, okay, maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's so a, I made the first friend. Move? Not sure. So I made the first move? I think so. I thought for once, like... Why do I have to be the one to make the I thought I got the moves made on me. I thought that's... Well, after that, I think I took control at that moment. I did drive all the way up here. Yeah, you did. And I did say yes to something crazy I'd never done before. And how'd you like it? But I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You've taken me on a lot of places I haven't been, so I like it a lot. That's that's an intriguing factor to Mm. me. The cool thing about it is that's something that you essentially opened up in me. I didn't have that. I was not that kind of a person. At previous relationships, I was the kind of person where you would be like, well, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? What do you want to do today? I'm not sure. What do you think? You know, it always, I would never have my own opinion about anything. Mm. And I can see just as a person, or as even a man, I can see that that, like, he kind of doles the variety, the spice of 
and also I can imagine what it's like to just be like taken care of like you got it go and do it I don't like that either though what do you like I think it's fun like that Mm -hmm. the way that you do it you mix it up so at least our first dates for me you win the first date lifetime really Mm -hmm. that's exciting I think everybody should hear about this then like at first (laughs) the first time you asked me on a date not that one I guess that was like a date, but I wasn't sure at that moment. I wasn't sure either. So Let's not classify that because the first date, what you're about to explain to everybody about amazing it was for you, that first date, that was I, that's that's the first date. That was consciously like, I really want to hang out with you. Is that the first date that I invited you to the first date that you invited me to? That you're describing. I'm talking the one that lasted, the, the, the first date that ended up first kiss. Mm, that's that not first that. date. That's mm-hmm. one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The well, museum. Oh well, I think everybody's now. Ex- now they're on board. Now they're on board. They're enrolled. Although the the night before that was pretty <laughs> awesome too. That maybe you say yes to that. Well, that yeah. was the concert. I am. Oh I, my god! Why did I just draw a blank there? Thank uh-huh. you for bringing that back because that was actually. Let me explain that part. Yes, I'll explain that part because that was actually that was the official. I think a first date, but it was it was a. It was a it was a soft date because it Kyla was a was soft involved. date. It right. was a soft date because Kyla was there, as it should have been, and as it should have been. Right. I think it was amazing. You know, I actually it was weird when you when you invited me. Um, you had concert tickets to Charlie Puth because we started talking after the snakes. I think it was like literally just a couple of days after that. We just kept on chatting back and forth, and then just back, you know, just fun stuff, whatever. And then um, when you asked me to go to the concert, I remember where I was sitting. And I was with Kyla, and as soon as you said that, I was literally like, No, I'm not gonna do that. I didn't want to do it. I was scared. Well, I, I initially scared. had a bunch of friends going too, and I, and I was just a like throwing it out there. Hey, by the way, I've been drinking. I'm like, yeah, let's have a good time. I knew you. I, it was late at night too. You asked me at like twelve. I told you it was a birthday party. You were at a birthday party, and um, I remember you sent me pictures, and then you just you said that, and I was a pause, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it. Do I want to go or not? And I'm like. I don't know. I got Kyler. I use the excuse of Kyler all the time. Mm-hmm. Kyler is a very easy way for me to just say, I don't want to do anything. I can't do anything because, like, it's my kid. So you have to kind of believe me. You have yeah, to kind of take it. It's such a cool it's factor. Very, it's very, it's the next I can't factor. be like, hey, my dog says no today. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. The dog wants Sorry, to go to my dog doesn't feel good. I really can't go. We yeah. got to go to the park or something. My dog said, you don't hang out with me enough. My dog said, yeah. Kyler does that. And, um, you know, sometimes I use him as an excuse. So I immediately want to use him as an excuse. I knew I had something in the back end. A but a safety net. Mm-hmm. But then something to me said at that moment, like, why say no to something that I'm already having a fear in the very beginning? And this is something that, and this is where I think I've shifted in years because it's been five years since my last relationship. I really haven't been dating. I really, I you know, I, I... I, um, are you spilling that wine all over? Lord. Oh my god. It's okay. You I'll just keep talking. I'm just yeah, gonna keep talk. on, keep on doing this so you can clean that up. It's, it's a whole river now. It's a red wine. It's okay. Anyway, so, um, I didn't want to say yes, and the previous mate would have totally been scared and previous me would have totally not wanted to try anything new get scared get involved in something i didn't want to get to um kind of get in a thing where i always had this 
bragging to me that now you're gonna fall in love and I'm gonna break your heart before it even starts. Yeah, it was it was kind of like the, some of that thing initially came out in that very split second. Um, but as uh, as soon as I kind of let that go and I just said yes, something in me just totally changed and I felt completely right. Um, it just it just felt it just felt easy. And um, it felt natural. It felt like it was the right decision. And I'm glad I did because when going to a concert, what, what was cool about it is I did ask Kyler too. Actually, he was my factor. I did put it in him. I secretly wanted to go, but I wanted him to tell me yes. So I asked Oh, him, you did tell uh, me that. I remember. So I asked him, I go, Kyler, what do you want to do more? Do you want to like go to the pool or do you like want to go to like a Charlie Puth concert? Like, what do you want to Oh my gosh. And he was so excited. And he was like, oh, he's such a really great. Uh, yes. <laughs> So he wanted to come, and then we were going, and I was so excited. I was actually nervous going there. I'm I didn't know it was so going to be nervous. like, I've never, you know, I haven't hung out with you like that at all. It just came out of nowhere. So in, um, in, meeting, in meeting you there, walking up, I was kind of nervous in my own head. And then you mentioned to me, I remember the, very, the, the second when you said, like, look, like, look around. You had me stop. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I stopped, like, and you said, like, look around, it was really cool. Going to a concert like that, going to a Charlie Puth concert, it's like a kid's concert almost. It's like that realm where he's not, like, extremely huge. He's not, like, but, like, he's in a weird age group popular, like, parents like him, kids like him. And everybody was on the grass, laid out with their blankets out. And mom's, like, wearing their little lawn chairs talking to like their friends, whoever they're with, their husbands, and everybody's laying around, and it's like this. Everybody was happy. Everybody was happy. The kids were running around. What did we call it when we were there? It's it was Pleasantville. It was Pleasantville. It was mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, concert night at, at, the, at the local park. It was right, but family night. Normal concerts, our age group. Mm-hmm. Someone's fighting someone, someone's vomiting somewhere, someone. it's just a nightmare, right? Yeah, total and... nightmare. Everybody's this, drunker than hell. Everybody was happy. The kids were jumping up and dancing. The parents were dancing. We danced. We did dance. That actually, uh, that was Kyler. But best wingman you've ever he had, I will say. He killed it. I couldn't have had like a Maltese with me and do any better. <laughs> he was so engaged in trying to like like as soon as he knew you had a dog, it was over. Like he was all about the dog. He that's why he really wanted it. He's just like, I think that's what he said. He goes, uh, in the beginning. What he say? Before he even met you, I saw your dog because you took a picture. I of, said snaps of him. You spent snaps of him, and I showed Kyler. I go check it out, you know. And then she's like, "Oh my god, I want her to be your girlfriend." <laughs> That's what he says. That dog is so cute. So he said that from the very beginning. Then we end up meeting. We're sitting here. Kyler freaking killed it. He's sitting. He's what was he doing? The thing that got to the thing that really caught me with is he was. I was laying kind of on my. I was laying. I was like sitting, but kind of like lounged back on, like propped up on my elbows. Kyler jumped, like is laying on top of me. Like I'm like, dude, look at me. Like inside my head, I'm like, dude, we look so cute right now. Mm-hmm. So and I'm the sitting. people in front of us kept turning around, going, "Oh my god, they're so cute." So I'm like, I'm. He was being so lovey. He was like laying it on thick as if I was like paying him in Legos. And he was sitting there and he <laughs> rocked me back and forth. And then he, he was rocked so it. hard to the left, which was towards you. Mm-hmm. So we would both fall into you. Mm-hmm. And he was, and then he, he wanted to dance. So he got up, he got up and he wanted to dance with me. Mm-hmm. And then I would, again, first initial reaction, I wanted to say no. 
But then again, I was just like, why am I saying no? Just go up there and just do it. Just do have it. fun. So I got up and I did it. And he wanted Katie to come too. So we, we locked arms, like a little ring around the rosy. You didn't think I was going to do it. I didn't. But that's actually the first time to me. I'm like, all right. So she's not scared. So she's kind of like, she goes with it. She's exciting. She's just like, you roll with the punches. Like, mm -hmm. like you didn't let, like me, I initially had fear. So I'm like, all right, everybody has It didn't fear. even cross my mind. I was like, okay, Kyler, awesome, man. Done. And we did this little ring rather. No, we did the, we did the wave. We did, we did the wave. wave. I'm not even kidding. Everybody around us, you know, I'm they short. They did. The people next to us, just, oh my God. Oh my God. We were like the poster, the poster of like, we looked like we were a family mm -hmm. and we were just like this poster. Mm -hmm couple that was just like it was fun we were we were having a good time it was a it good was time fun. and then he was rolling down the hills and he, he had so much fun he was just killing being it. the best so, kid ever best kid he, he had the best day a hundred percent there's not one thing wrong with that day it was such a <sighs> beautiful night but it was do you remember the comment he made about charlie booth and i died he oh. wanted to hear one song so bad and he literally waited until the end to sing it and Kyle was like is it the next one no so upset he was so upset and then he said, you have to tell him. And he goes, uh, <laughs> he is, every single one is, what song did, I don't know, it doesn't matter what song it was, but you just want to hear it. And then as soon as the, the next song came on, he's just like singing and it's like he has his guitar out, which is pretty badass. It was like, so He cool. killed it. I loved it. And it was a song that no one really knew. He's just like, God, he's like, <laughs> oh, what do you say? Share your feelings with your girlfriend, man. Like, <laughs> keep it to your. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Give your feelings. Uh, tell your girl. Uh, tell your tell feelings, your feelings to your girlfriend. Tell your feelings to your girlfriend. And it just. We died. We literally done. were laughing so hard. And he was dead serious. Dead serious. Dead serious. But I, I don't know. Has he ever told you that? Gosh, Dad, no more. No. No. Well. I'm an emotional guy, so yeah, I talk about feelings a lot, so he's probably just like, God, you're just like my freaking dad, man. <laughs> Jesus. He's not out there with a guitar or anything, but geez, when he talks, he's just spitting out feelings. Oh, well, at least he knows he feels loved. Yeah. No, he was... It was a good time. That was, was a killer. fun time. It was a very fun time. The next that day. That was really great. And it was the next day. It was back to back, right? Mm -hmm. We went to the museum. An art museum. That yeah. was pretty awesome. I've been to art museums, of course many places but no one's ever asked me on a date to mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so that was pretty unique and it was a fun time we were laughing the whole time we had a good time we were following around a tour group that we were not paid in part of no we were just like kind of just <laughs> we just had a great hanging time. around them listening to their interpretations and how and just being part of it we were just like yeah yeah this is what i thought this is what i think the painter was thinking. yeah oh you know what yeah i see that and i also see that maybe there was some there was some anger and disrupt in their lives. And then over here, there was magical, magical dreams. <laughs> it was just awesome. They were in it. Like, mm -hmm. I love that people got really immersed in it. and uh, They were, but we were right there. We were right there. Mm -hmm. Checking out. We saw every single thing. There was... It was really cool because what about that date that interests me is that we can slow it down. And actually get to a point that I think lacks in other ways. Because, like, okay, I can ask you to a movie, right? What are we but you don't talk. Out? We don't talk. Although I love movie time. Me I get too. That. But in a setting like that when I think that a relationship is just starting or something. I mean, we were literally... Even just hanging we, out. We were just hanging out at that point. It's a comfortable place. And people never do it. They want to do dinner. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me to dinner on a first date. I'll just say. Honestly... For all guys out there, dinner on first date is probably not the best idea. Hmm. One, 
Because then the girl, she's nervous. You're uncomfortable. But now you have to sit through an entire meal. What if you don't like that person? Like, and you know. Like, right then, you're like, I don't want to be part of that. Then you're stuck there for a full hour. Has it ever happened to you? Mm. Do you speak from experience or do you speak from speculation? Mm, Once, yes. And I didn't want to be there. I thought we were there for drinks and we were there to eat. And I was like, great, I already ate dinner. This is uncomfortable. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not the best situation, I don't think. Drinks are better, but then you're in a loud setting and you're around a bunch of people and then drinking's involved. And then it's a little different sometimes. People uh, can't act right sometimes mm-hmm. when they drink. They can't aim for their so. liquor, right? Well, it's just a weird setting to really be able to get involved in something. It's, it depends on also, too, what you're looking to do. See, because if I'm not really looking to go too far, if I'm not really going Then you would ask me to a bar. I would ask you to bar, hey, listen, I really just, the end game of this is like, where, how right. far, how easy from point A to point B can I just make this just go oh, right to that? of course. You know, yep. so yep. let's just have a couple of drinks, have some Not fun. serious, let's just drink, hang let's, out, party, and let's do that. Right. Let's, let's get that done, and then But I think we already jumped that cliff. Done. We had jumped that cliff. Jumped we that cliff. We did a concert already. Yeah, we <laughs> We did a lot of things already at that point. Well, we did go drinking kind of at the end of our first date. Oh, but it was really way cool in. Ride. See, the cool thing about the what I liked about the about that date, not only did we do the museum, which is really cool because I got a chance to like sit there and observe things with you and see the way that you your see life, mm-hmm. your perspective on something that can have infinite per, like perspectives, and I wanted to see where you tap in into your perspective of how you see art. And or what life. you see about it. Because that's generally a reflection of life. Of, of course, because you remember the kid there? He was super depressed, and he was describing a painting, and it was very dark and sad. And the lady was like, okay, we need to find one that's happy for you. This is actually making... Yeah, it said believe on it or something. It mm-hmm. said like something like really encouraging. And I was like, that's really a nice painting. He's just like, this is making me upset. Yes. And she's like, well, let's look at now something more happy. and a different Positive. So positive. it was like basketball players, something crazy. But like, yes, it was very different. But at that point, you got to see kind of what someone's thinking, right? The things that they don't tell yes. everyone or yes. the things that – it's like a neutral environment because neither one of you have seen that thing. Mm. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. And you too. get to both describe it. Now it can either 100%. be the same, different, or it can be like, ooh, they're kind of deep and dark. I don't like it. 100%. Right? You get to pick. But at that time, I don't know. We had a good time. We laughed. We saw a lot of same things or different things, and we – You help me. You help add some- – what I like about you and the dynamic that you add to me is you are like in spice to it. Like you help me tap into things or help increase the way I think about something or help help me navigate through like a certain way of thinking. So like like for instance, you pull out in me a creativity that I might have like lost in my way of being like very alone and very comfortable. I really have the creativity factor in me. Or you bring out an exciting, like, what can I plan? What can I, what what can I, like, learn to do that'll enhance the way that, like, I can interact with you? So, like, I'll plan, like, plan, like, a date or something to do. I literally have written a list. We have a list already. We do have a list. We started that list very early on. Very. I mean, this was like, we started that list like when I'm, when we put that on the list when we first did the float. Like it mm-hmm. was, it was in the very beginning. It's a list of anything that we end up speaking about. It's just like, oh, that'd be really cool to like bright line down to like Miami mm-hmm. or like wine, wine 
um, the wine painting class mm -hmm. or the cooking class or pottery, whatever. It's just we've like, marked some off too. We've actually marked a few off. We have been crossing them off. We've with. been doing well. And uh, it's just for I started doing that because I think there's a lot of things in just in the beginning and development stages of relationships, friendships, or whatever that I think if, if they get lost in that very moment. Mm -hmm. And you have some good ideas, but I think you forget sometimes like where it all started, where it all built from. So the exciting things that we started talking about, I wanted to put down that we can always go back to them and just try something out. And now we have like this list of any rainy day, just plan a date or plan something to go do. I think people forget to date. Mm -hmm. When you get caught up in a relationship, you get into your day-to-day -day things and you do your day-to-day -day things, whether you have children or don't have children, it's a day-to-day -day thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then they forget to go on dates, like do something special for someone and just be in that moment together like they did in the beginning, right? So everyone loves the honeymoon phase, everyone loves the beginning stages, but it's if you carry it forward. I think you have to do that. I think you should still take someone out on a date 50 years later. Not just dinner, because everyone can do that. I mean, I guess at that age, maybe, but do something yeah, different. That's kind of lame. Mm -hmm. It's fun. But, but you I'd do run. dinner all the time. You do dinner all the time. Unless yeah. you're going out with a group of friends and you all are enjoying it. But to date, I think you do something different. You try something that, uh, to show someone something that they've never seen or to do something together that neither of you have done before. Just do something different than your average day-to-day -day things. I agree because if you have the right partnership, I think, like, for me, I get to a point where, like, I don't really want it. Like, I want to do that, but I don't want to do it alone. Of course. So it comes to, like, okay, well, if I have someone to do it, then I feel like I have more um, um, more courage to do it. More energy, more, energy more drive. To do it, yeah. drive to do it. I can plan something with someone. I can make something happen. And that's what I like about you is because I'm good. I'm very good at being a team. I'm very good at being a partner. I get so far by myself. I can be a leader. I can take care of myself and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But there just gets to a stage when I can do better with two or more than I can do by myself. But as equal partners. But as equal. Yes. Uh, yes uh, equal partners mm -hmm. down the middle, 100 and 100, like equal partners. And that's what I started unlocking as we started talking and hanging out. Like I've been gaining a sense of courage to myself that as a unit, I know that I feel like I do better when, when someone can depend on me. Mm -hmm. Like with Kyler, it's just like with him and his struggles, I feel better as a human being because I, no matter what, I can always look to him to make sure that I can always be better for him. Mm -hmm. But it goes so much a surface area for as like a parent and adult. As a partner, there's different things that get to be unlocked by being able to really look into how can I be a better person. Mm -hmm. And so far, I'm already unlocking some of those things and it's all brand new to me now. Like a relationship now and, and, and us doing what we're doing is really making me so far like you were the you were the reason that my first podcast went up. That's the best thing ever. You were absolutely the reason because you were here and you wanted to listen to that podcast. You said put it up. And I'm like literally it could have been as simple as like, no, nah, I don't feel like doing it right now. And then I literally look at it like it's a big thing. I literally I wouldn't leave until you were doing it. You didn't leave until I did. And you mm -hmm. made sure you helped me out and, and then it went up and then you listened to it on the way home. And from there, I just, I then was just like, okay, I did it. I, I, I threw my hat over the wall and I figured out how to do it. And you were here to help. And, um, I mean, many things have happened, even on, on, on your side, like you quit your job. I did. You, when I met you. It was a crazy you, month, I will say. 100%. This month has been, um, 
full of surprises for sure. What's it like quitting your job? That's something that it, it's scary as shit for most people to, to even think about when you have something comfortable like you had for so many, for what was it two years? Eight months? Yeah, for or, a couple months there and then nine before that. Nine. Mm-hmm. But the same people that I worked with, the same bosses, the same everything. And then I just ditched it all. What was going through you? Because you were you were in the middle. Of I told my dad that the other day. I um, I actually was nervous a little, but I wasn't. I just at some point, like I just did it. And I think talking to you, I told him that the other day, and I was like, you know, I was talking to Chris about things, and I was just talking, and he just listens to me ramble sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I wasn't really nervous, scared, you know. I always had, I have a safety net to some extent, so I knew I could fall back on that. But it wasn't an option. But it just made me... I needed something else in my life. Mm-hmm. Some people have family and kids and stuff like that. And I haven't gotten there yet. So I needed to just level up a little bit, I guess. That's what we always talk about, right? Leveling mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Doing... eat that, eat that uh, mushroom mm-hmm. from Mario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> break exactly. <laughs> have to have it. So we all have to level up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my thing, too. So now I'm kind of starting out with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. new company, literally just got floors on the, in there. Mm-hmm. What a process. We're waiting on desks. So right now we're sharing a desk. You know, we started out with a pop-up table, but you do what you do. And it's, uh, it's exciting to build something new. That move that you were making in that process was extremely inspiring to me. I was, I was almost very hooked when, not almost, like I was hooked. I started getting hooked then and started seeing it because for some reason, I felt like everything that you were going to be doing was going to be okay. That's literally what I felt in whatever you were doing. Like that's why I stood back behind you as almost as if I already can see that it was just going to be like, I trusted in you to know that you had what it takes and I didn't even know you. That's what's I wild. didn't even know you, but for some reason I had this thing that you had what it takes to do it, and I was I don't know I was I was enrolled in what you were doing and 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 kind of like leaving everything you have because you are a different character than I am. I'm a very structured person. You know I'm always on time. <laughs> you are always <laughs> on time, Lord I'm help on us. Time. I make sure I I do what I say I'm going to do most of the time. Like I try to stay on a very good schedule. You know I'm very set. I'm in my ways. I'm comfortable. And comfortable I am secure. Opposite. opposite. I've I've never seen someone that lives just so much on like. A, all right. I mean, I may get paid this week. I mean, I'm going to figure <laughs> it out. I'm going to do it. Like it's like I'll just quit my job. You know what? I'm like what? quit your job oh but i had a backup plan the whole time i know you did but i always just try and not only do you just be able to live that way but you're able to back it up i yes but i do live a lot of that way a little free spirit i guess they would say kind of drives people crazy drives Drives my dad nuts i'm so interested in it but that's that's crazy because you're so structured but i will say that that's where two opposites can complement each other because your structuredness Literally, I try to make sure I'm on time now. Like I was telling Lori the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be late. I can't be late. I was like, I was like, I'm going to be there early. And you said, yes, 3.59. And I was like, oh, but that meant early. And I was so excited. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. That little thing, but that, but what's the, what's the great thing about it is that you are even having any, any inclination that like you are driven to be better because in of, lieu of in lieu of a, in yeah, lieu of you make me want to be a better me. Yeah. For you as well, but for me. So it, if you can bring out the good in me and make me be better for myself, I think that's amazing. I think every friendship or relationship or anything, it should bring a, give you, make you be the better version of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Not just for the other person, but for yourself as well. So in a friendship, it should be the same. That friend should not suppress things in you, but they should lift you up and make you want to be the best you. Every relationship should do that. And in our dynamic, I like that. You kind of push me and like make me want to do better, want to achieve more and be better at even time and other things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, just to be a better version of myself and then be a better version of myself for you too. That's amazing. That's really cool. You're cool. Thanks. And you're cool. Too. I think we're kind of cool <laughs> together. We're kind of nerdy. Yeah, People be like, mm, y'all are kind of nerdy. <laughs> I mean, but we also got to see the other spectrum of stuff. I mean, we had our movie night. You know, we had our dinner night, cooking the dinner. And for our puzzle did, night. We did a puzzle night. You're really good at puzzles. I'll be honest with you. We're I, still I, a work I, in progress over here. I know you started that before this, and we'll probably go to that after this. You know, I do want to get a little more of that of that flamingo down mm-hmm. in the corner. Anyways, but but it's just it's just it's fun. Like it's not like yeah, honeymoon stage. Yes, I can only imagine. Like some, like anybody listening to but anything could be so honeymoon stage, right? And it's just like this is amazing. But I mean, we've also went over things. Like on our first date, we didn't just go to the museum. Like we walked around that little town center, that little that Meisner Park. We walked around that probably twenty times. Oh, at least talking about everything from the dark Asking. secrets to the crazy everything, family, religion, politics, the whole nine yards. Everything. Yeah, because I guess at this day and age, right? Because we're we're not in our twenties. No. I'm not gonna disclose my age at this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I don't know. So you lay it all out there. Because either you have things in common or you like things or you accept things or you don't at this right. And what did you start seeing when like what was your what was your take as we were actually having our conversation. We we're opening up. We were, we we're being very vulnerable. I mean, I was, I was 100 open book to you. Me I felt it was kind of odd. Crazy. Yeah, I felt we very comfortable laid it out. speaking to you at all. Mm-hmm. So, what were you? What was going through your mind? We're talking first date, second date. We're talking like first official one-on-one date. And you know, we just went to the museum. We've been walking around. We've been talking to each other. Like, what's going on in your head as a first official date? How easy it was to talk to you. How comfortable I was to talk to you um, but I was so intrigued in what you were saying too right so wasn't just talking and then waiting to respond I was actually listening too and that mm. was kind of a cool dynamic too because I think a lot of us forget to do that mm. we talk and we want to remember what we're about to say and not uh, we don't actually listen to what people say and I think in those moments during that time that day we listen to each other. Mm. So it was kind of different. I don't think everyone listens like they should. I was uh, I was more engaged in listening to you than I think I've ever... I was very... Not only... Like, I wanted to listen. I was interested. interested. Your was story interested. was so much like mine. Uh, that's we what had I say. Yeah. things in common and it was just like... Almost like a breath of fresh air sometimes. Because yeah. you're like, oh... So you can relate and, oh, okay, so I'm not weird like that or I'm not crazy or, like, everyone's family is kind of like this. Like, uh-huh. it, it was 
comforting too, right? But it was, even though we told things that most people would wait a lifetime to share with other people or even years to share, we went over that and still liked each other. Yeah. And that was I, impressive. No, not like we went over that and I liked you more in lieu of that. I would agree. That was, because that was part of the reason that I felt, because I feel, yeah, we've only been talking for less than a month. I know, people would think we're nuts. I know. That's okay. Crazy. Whatever. It's our world. We're life. just that. We're just, we're, you know, those people, you know, like that was a relationship. You probably made fun of them many times. Oh, like, 100%. oh here they go again. You know, it's just, okay. That's just, us. That's okay. Up. We're okay with that. But we've covered, I know, guaranteed more ground in one day than most relationships. Than I did in four in years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's a quality to, you know, versus quality quantity to like how engaged we were and how much we actually not only learned about each other, but how much we grew together as human beings mm-hmm. and just connected with one another. That was important. And you can understand each other's backstory. Yeah. Like where which I think from? a lot of people don't understand someone's backstory. So they only just know what they know yeah. and they don't understand why maybe someone acts the way they do or things like that. And so to put it all together, kind of, yeah, it was good. So what did you know? about me beforehand because you came in that you had your friends with the circle you know you know the circle you're close i did but i didn't um mm-hmm. i knew you were a pony boy that's all i knew you know i was a pony boy mm-hmm. uh-huh. i did i'm one of two pony boys yes well uh-huh. i learned that recently uh-huh. i thought you were just a solo pony boy uh-huh. i never knew no we ride together uh, yeah <laughs> well as you should right <laughs> go ahead um but I didn't. I just knew that you, you were someone's ex, mm-hmm. and that's what I that knew. That was a concern, but that was that ex factor though was a was a concern time. of mine. Was it a was. concern of mine. Oh, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I told you, mate. Mm-hmm. I was nervous too, because I a, a different equation came into it. You had a kid. Yes. So to me, that was. You have to tread lightly on that, right? You okay. have to be cautious and careful how you react and how you handle things. Okay, so you knew how to kid. How did you react? How did you handle Because that must have been a factor. I wasn't thinking about that. I never even asked you about Not so much what a factor like for, for me yeah. in that. Um, honestly, because it didn't. Normally, I would have said yes because I, I wanted my own family, I guess. But in this yeah. situation, um, I knew your ex before I knew you. There we go. And she was a great person and mm-hmm. a really cool person. Um, and I learned a lot about her over the years, of course. Mm-hmm. So if she dated you or you dated her, it could have been okay. Right. I don't know, but it was still a very odd thing. Cause I knew her, but we weren't friends. So it was still, I don't know. It was odd, but so, I didn't know. I just knew you were the ex, but nobody talked more than that. Mm wasn't brought up much. Yeah, but I have a feeling that that was the opposite for me, though. What do you mean? What did you know about me? Because we were in the same circle. Well, we were in the same circle. Essentially, you you were, you were actually involved with someone in the circle. And I had a... I kind of had, like, this agreement that I didn't want to cross into not like mowing another man's lawn we call that the bro code right the bro code like let's not let's not dip in company ink you know what i'm saying so if you have if you have some kind of a circle 
you shouldn't like my rule. The unwritten rule. My own, yeah. I read it. I wrote it though. I oh. wrote it to this. I wrote it to this person, and I basically said, "Listen, let's um, like listen. We, we're kind of in the same cliques. We know the same kind of people. We're surrounded around the same stuff. Let's kind of stay out of each other's circle." You know, we don't need to be dipping in, dipping in other people's stuff. Like, we could exist outside of our own stuff. Like, I'm going to guess there was a past with that. Hmm? Was there a past with that? Yeah, there was. I mean, there was a past because we... Double dipped. We double dipped in each other's stuff. So it just, it started getting a point, but it started, it would bother me. That was a thing, that was an insecurity of mine. Like, don't, t- like, don't, I don't like to share that no, kind of well, stuff. Well, it's kind of still awkward, yeah. Yeah. So I don't like to I don't like to share that kind of stuff. But some people are cool with that. It depends on the situation that you're in. That some people are like, hey, listen, I wasn't that close. If it wasn't it's totally anything. fine. If it wasn't anything. If you yeah. dated, dated, it gets a little different. Dated, dated, I would I couldn't get involved. If it's no. dated, dated. That's kind of what I'm saying. But like when it came down to like, it was it was kind of the past because I didn't mention it when it when it like, even when the talking started to happen before the float thing. You had an ink. I, I before the float thing, I had a conversation. That's like, a really early on conversation. It was very early because I wanted to hit it right in the very beginning because I myself was guilty. Hey, look, go ahead. I felt guilty. I bet it because I this is my rule that I brought up that I'm breaking. Like I give you a lot of respect for that for sure because a lot of people couldn't have done that. Well, I didn't want it because I really do. You know, I do an amazing about. friend. Amazing friend. I would never. I would never want to cross that because I want to live with this as much. With as much honesty as I possibly can with that stuff and really be complete because at the end of the day, it's still going to be the circle that stays. You know, we're all in the same circle and I don't want to compromise that. So when I did bring that up, totally got that too. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. And what I got from you is, she's normal, bro. (laughs) Like, no, she's really cool. She's normal. And when I heard that, like, most people would be like, fuck, that's fucked up. Like, I looked at it like, holy shit, like, that's awesome. Like, you're normal. Like, what I knew about the normalcy that he was referring to, I was just like, well, that's great. It's, that's an amazing thing to hear. And you absolutely are. You're normal as fuck. I like it. Yeah, you're normal. I'm okay with that. Be normal. But you're it. also extraordinary, too. Oh. I will say that. You started off normal, but you, you kind of quickly advanced to, like, extraordinary. From going to not even seeing you in a circle before. Mm-hmm. We've been in the same circle. It's now you being, like, the brightest thing in my life right now. Then that's that's mm-hmm. something that's really like I can say yeah, you're more than normal. It's it's fun, it works. It just um, you know it's just it's so such a, like you said it before. It's like a breath of fresh air. It's something that I'm I'm excited for. I feel comfortable with. I feel like it's timeless. I feel like it's just nice. I feel like it's just the way I kind of like picture it in my head. It's like there's a stream going. It's a beautiful stream, and I'm just floating in it. I'm not trying to swim out. I'm not trying to swim with it. I'm trying to speed it up. I'm just going with it. And I just feel like everything's just like, this feels good. It just feels good. For whatever yeah. reason. And I think that people would be like, oh, it's so early. I don't know. But in my mind, like I, I picture, I'm like, okay, what could, what could really bad, bad, bad happen that would make something bad happen? And I was like, no, life is pretty good. So it doesn't matter how bad it is. Because I feel like when we're together, at least life is good. It's good. It works. I mean, it doesn't I matter. I quit my job. I didn't have a job for a while. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, but it, I mean, knowing me, I've always had a job, so it's not like that. But it's, um, no, but it's, uh, nothing is that bad. It's not that bad. That we wouldn't be okay, I guess. No, of course. I mean, when it comes down to it, too, it's just like it's weird because my head wants to say, so what's wrong? 
my oh, head, of course. my me head too. wants to totally past relationships. The whole yeah, thing. my head wants to dime you out as some like some like you know trifling like traitor. I don't know why. My head we wants went to trifling? find. Trifling? I went there. I don't know why. I was looking for the word. Did you see mm. my face? Looking for a different word. Trifling yeah, came out. I mean, at least you didn't say criminal with the bottle or something. No, I guess we need more wine. Trifling. No, you don't need more. You're mm-hmm. full. <laughs> Trifling. Ouch. Yeah. I'm going to go with the past was a brutal one for you. Nah, I mean, it was it was a brutal past. I've gotten over the past. Past is okay. I've separated from that. That's all right. But that Sorry little thing. <laughs> that little thing still exists. Don't know what trifling came with it. That's okay. But it came out. Whatever. It came out. It came out. So somewhere is in there. And that hey, was we all have a past and we've all dealt with it. So, But in our past was actually very similar. Uh-huh. When you talk about your past and what happened to my past, and you're like, oh, but this happened to me too. I was just like, we have very similar stories. Yes, the story was very similar. Different. Which, yeah, I mean, male, female thing, whole different thing. But it was different, but it was the same. Different but same. Mm-hmm. Perfect way to say it. And I think we both had to mature and mm-hmm. change and grow mm-hmm. alone and get to know ourselves before we could have gotten to this stage. Yeah. Very important. Mm-hmm. Like 100% I realize in, in whatever this is, I don't need you to be happy. I just want it sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And you're not responsible for any kind of happiness that I feel no, or sadness. Because we're happy each on our own. That's fine. Now it's just like super happy. Just, we're like this annoying kind of people now. It's it's elevated a little bit, mm-hmm. a lot, you know. And it's um, it's good because that pressure's off. Mm-hmm. And I feel like communication. Like there was even one little instance, and I adore you for saying it. There's one thing that ended up happening that kind of got you a little curious a little interested a little inquisitive about made me something. think twice made you think there's some kind of hiccup mm-hmm. and what i loved about it is that night in talking you just brought it up you were very straightforward and it's an, oh it happened it a day before though it was a day before like i sit with it for a second but i do want to say something and you said it and we just addressed it we just talked i like that because i felt comfortable to come to you and say something that yeah. i could ask you and it was okay. And you would tell me, honest, 100%. And I, it was literally something little minor in the midst of a conversation, a story you were telling or something. And I, it hit me and I was just like, hmm. And I was like, okay, if I think about it twice, I need to say something mm-hmm. because it may not, it, it's nothing. I already know it's nothing, but I just, um, just firing my own peace of mind so that there's nothing in the back of my head yeah. to alleviate all doubt in certain situations, right? Yeah. I mean, we always have a little doubt. Mm-hmm. We're only human, but okay. I had to. And I think that the fact that we open that communication like that, mm-hmm. like you can say the same thing to me. doesn't matter. Something bothers you, say something, you know, like yeah. address it then, then waiting till later. Well, I'm glad that was established when you established it. Cause actually when you did that, it allowed me to open up on something that I was sitting on. You did. I was sitting on something and I was just like, you know, what? I'll just deal with this on my own. And I was just like, I can do no. this. I can do this. As soon as you said that, I'm glad you did because someone being vulnerable allows the other person to be vulnerable and be honest. Mm-hmm. And as long as we both know that regardless of whatever it is, just be honest about what's happening. Mm-hmm. If not better or wrong, we'll just figure it out and just deal with it from there and kind of just like find a mutual ground of communication, understand each other and move on. Mm-hmm. When you open that up, it allowed me to open up to something that was kind of sitting with me. And immediately it was just, it was just, it was just squashed, it was just dealt with. I think that communication barrier that was broken there 
is a crucial part to not only just like what where this is going but i think just in general just to anything to know that if you just are honest with the other with the other person whether it be a friend whether it be mom dad mm -hmm. brother whatever it is whatever you're honest about and really authentic because i think that's what we lack in a lot of these relationships true to yourself really yeah because if you don't talk about it yourself it's going to eat you alive right it would 100 like that little thing what if just what if, what if it would have grown that seed that i let sit for in no the reason i mean it's grown. minimal so little but yes it would have grown it would have changed your perception of things the way you thought mm -hmm. things certain situations may have arise and you would think something different right 100%. we all would yeah but that's why if we aren't true to ourselves and address it at that moment before it gets bigger mm -hmm. before we put it into our heads and then we escalate because right especially girls mm. these things like oh my god he didn't call oh he must be doing this this it just escalates and escalates mm -hmm. until it's just like, oh my God, the world is ending. Like a tsunami is coming. Like this is it over. <laughs> but like addressing it right then and there before you even put too much into it, you don't doubt it as much either. It works. Because mm -hmm. at the very beginning, because then you start developing a sense of um, vulnerability, but like comfortability and vulnerability. Like, I'm going to tell you something right now. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something right now that I feel. I don't want to be, you know, the last thing you can do is really just look at someone and really invalidate what they're saying mm -hmm. to then like, you know, kind of like make them feel almost wrong for saying it. Mm, that's the worst feeling. And regardless if it's even big or little, like, hey, like you, the way you like, I, I don't know, you said hi to that girl at the cash register. It's kind of about, okay, well then let's talk about that because that bothered you then. We the got bigger time, issues than we that. We got bigger <laughs> issues than that. It's, it's just, it's just the, the, the iceberg, the tip. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and the next time, like you said, it's just going to build, it's going to manifest and everything. But if you got something to say, just say it. And it's just easy as like, what I'm going to say back to it and how I'm feeling, just be honest with that. And, and that's if you address it right away, you know how, how different things are too? Because people don't have the time to come up with something. Whatever comes out, comes yeah. out. Yeah. And it's natural and it's honest and it's pure. That's the thing. I think people collapse what's what's real with the story that they want to say is real to make it feel like it's sugar-coated or and something. And they build things and make it bigger than it really is. It's completely story more Story on top of story, anything. this happened to this and this and this and this and it just escalates into a monster. Yeah. I don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. See, and that's what I You're robbing happening. yourself of happiness. There it is. That is what it was. That's what I was looking for earlier. You will rob yourself of happiness. Mm. Totally true. Mm-hmm. I think that's um, the main important things as as this is, you know, progressing and developing into something great as it is. You know, I think we both nourish each other's roots. I think we both cause, you know, and help each other grow. I think the communication's there. I think there's really a care and an interest there. There's, I know for me, there's a lot of a lot of gratitude on my end. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, I, I feel, I feel good. I feel just things just feel, just feel natural, feel organic. They're nothing's forced. I feel comfortable. Um, but at the same time, I feel excited too. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, there's a lot to go. Like, I feel like there's such a broad way that we've already kind of like put grooves and channels and whatnot that I think like this is, it's a very broad spectrum of really anything that can really happen. You know, I think there's already there's something going on in October. I don't even know what that is. Mm, I have a surprise for you. Apparently, I just need to get a tent, and then that's, that's all. A, that's all I need. Do I get to know more? Could be in your house, backyard. We don't know. I don't know. There's a tent involved, so there's always a little bit of excitement. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's that's key too, because we also we went over and 
the thing is too to be in communication like we even try to understand our roadmaps to the way what things work and what are your triggers what are the things you do need what are the things you don't need what are the things you can live without what are the things you can't live without we went over love languages. Mm-hmm, we We're did. Very much the that same was the kind first of date. Language. It was one. Of, it was first date. Mm-hmm. We talked about okay, what's your love language, and you know I believe we have the same exact ones. Mm-hmm. It's the quality time, it's positive words of affirmation, and physical touch. Mm-hmm. And I know there's three there, but we there's one. We dabble inter- in it. We we jab. We those are the three cores. So I know gifts aren't going to really work, and I know uh, what's the other one. Was it positive words of affirmation, gifts, physical touch, acts of service, acts of service, and uh, quality time? Mm-hmm. So I know acts of service isn't going to work, and I know gifts aren't going to work. So let me just not waste my time there. Mm-hmm. Not to say you won't get those little things, but to understand that you know that there's a roadmap. It's going to work for me. The number one thing that I my my number one thing that I would ask that never happens is just the dishonesty and infidelity. That mm-hmm. would be, that's one thing I'm just done with in my life and I know it's not going to be an issue moving forward in my life. I've already understood that just in me and I don't believe that's where my life is going and I don't ever see that in you anyway. Mm-hmm. So that to me is the number one. So that's it. That's all I would need other than that. You know, just Tell me I look good and pet me every once in a while. Oh, I can um, do that. <laughs> oh, just add feed me tacos too, please. <laughs> tacos it is, whatever you yes. need. Yes. So, you know, that that's it's just comforting knowing that you just establish all this shit out. Like something doesn't work, there's a problem, just mention it. I don't like the way you approach this. Let's do it this way next time. It just works better for me. Or where do we meet in the it's common the ground? Conversation. It's a conversation. It's a communication. That's communication. all. Most people you know, I think that's what the biggest problem in relationships, all relationships, whether it be friends, family, loved ones, couples, it doesn't matter. It all comes down straight to communication. If you cannot communicate with that person, there's problems. Now, mm-hmm. not everyone communicates the same, but I think we should be able to notice how one communicates and how one perceives things, right? It's uh-huh. being, um, I guess, being coherent to the situation, yeah. understanding you know, seeing that person and understanding mm-hmm. how they receive things. So communicating to the right way. I think a huge part of communication, though, is the listening aspect of things. We don't listen enough. I can as say as much don't. as I want, but if I don't listen to how you think mm-hmm. inside your head, because what you're telling me is what you think inside. And my so facial expression, the whole thing. The whole thing. So if I'm taking all that in, I'm actually listening, paying attention, engaged in what you're saying, I'm getting an idea and a roadmap of how you think. So then when I understand how you think and what you're needing based by what you are saying without me saying that's not what she's really feeling, I'll tell you what you're feeling. Yeah, let's not tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't tell you what you're feeling. I'll actually hear what you're feeling right. and I'll try to empathize with it and I'll try to connect with it. So now that I'm over there when you're talking in your eyes, then this way it allows me to really be able to see who you are. So then I can look in my perspective in yours and then I can actually be able to give you what you want. I think that's what it is. It's really just establishing that connection, establishing that language, a translation to really be able to understand, feel, and, you know. Have empathy. You said the one word. Mm-hmm. I don't think in the world that we have enough empathy for each other, right? There wouldn't be so much hate in this world, I mm-hmm. think, or gossip or mean things about each other if there was so much empathy for one another, right? Because if I know that something's going to hurt your feelings, I wouldn't say it. Yeah. Or you can empathize with why someone feels the way they do. First talking about them, not being rude. 
Communication is the key. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it boils down to. Right now, in the beginning stage of everything, communication is just a huge way to just establish how this will end, like building the foundation. If you don't have that, you have nothing. Yeah, nothing, right? It'd be boring. It'd be boring. I'm sure you can find fun in there, but you can find the fun, but the fun, the fun only lasts so long. So long. Mm -hmm. Like, we can have fun all the time, but what happens when that fun runs out and something else is needed? Like, that's what the honeymoon stage is, right? The honeymoon stage is I'll fulfill, I'll fulfill all your needs. You'll mm -hmm. get everything in me. I'll be all fun. Mm -hmm. I'll be all comfortable. I'll be all serious. I'll be all, all sexual. Dates, I'll do this, this and that. But what happens when the lights go off and you... The light goes off. Then you get to the real shit. Well, what I really am is this. And how come you're not feeding me there? And then, then everything changes because you used to be one way. Now you're not doing that shit. Yeah, and then the you whole know? thing changes. It's like, shit, that's not the person I dated. I know. Like, things start changing. You start, mm -hmm. like, wanting to do things around the house to saying, I'm not doing anything. You do it. You know, you get to this point where that all burns out. But I do believe consciously, because this is what I was waiting for, to be in a relationship that I can learn to not only communicate, I can learn how to actually be receptive and actually how to listen and actually how to feel somebody, but also, too, that I can be, um, I can be um, totally blank from what I was just thinking. Well, of course. But anyway, consciously learn how to communicate love. That's what it was. It's like I just wanted to in my next relationship. In the last relationships, I wasn't communicating love right. Maybe. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I don't think I knew who I was. I was. I didn't know damn person. I didn't know who I was. I molded I to whatever that person or however my, my prior relationships were. I molded to what they liked and what they did, I think. And what'd that do? That sucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that. know who I was at the end. Cheers so. that shit. Yes. So now, when you're alone, uh -huh. you realize who you are, right? Now you're like by yourself. Like imagine sitting, you're literally in the apartment by yourself. And I will say that is the best thing in the world after you break up. Mm -hmm. Live alone. Literally don't have a roommate. Live alone. Mm -hmm. Because you are by yourself. There is nothing you can do. You cannot avoid it. It is. You have to deal with you. That's, that's it. That's and someone told people. me that. They said that is going to be the scariest part of your life. They're really? They go, yeah, because at the end of the night, it all it's all quiet. It's just you in your head, and you're like, so true but i think it's what's needed i think people need to know who they are before you can be with someone else right yeah because you're not comfortable with who you are on the inside you'll be portraying the worst well, that's the thing i mean if you're if you don't like that was a main thing for me it's just like if you break up with somebody like i couldn't like in the dating world it was even tough trying to be in the dating world before i was never actually in really in the dating world there was bumbles there was tinders there yes, was all those stupid you. things it was right? a horrific moment oh, so bad and then but i would need to know okay when was your last relationship how long have you been broken up and what did you learn from that point to now what did you learn not right. what how much of a dick that guy was but what did you actually learn about yourself not what you saw on him but what did you learn about yourself and that's an important thing because you can't just go from one relationship. Oh, well, my last relationship was two months ago. And what did you learn? Um, I learned not to trust douchebags anymore. It's just like, no, oh, well, bullshit. You know? So what was it about your story that, like, what did you do? Well, I learned that maybe I get a little bit jealous and I kind of see people. I, I kind of just got my own head and I never spoke about it and all that kind of stuff. So I learned how to communicate better and actually just say, okay, now you have something to work with. But, 
You know, that's why we had similar stories, and you had you had a long time. See, what was it? I mean, how long ago was it mm-hmm. since your last relationship? A year and a half almost. Year and a half. So you had a good year and a half to really get able to like. It's a short time for some people, but yeah, no, it made you get in deep. With, but for myself, yeah. Well, I think you got to be able to learn how to survive on your own. Like you said, yeah. you go right to a loan. You can't alone. do it on your own. You can't do it with someone can't else. That well, that's a huge thing, and also knowing that. Because I think, too, there's a lot of girls out there, too, that when you, when I was talking to them, it was just like, they need a relationship. It's the scariest woman to be involved with. It's someone that needs the relationship. I need to be married by X date. I need to have a kid by this this age. When you start going to that, that's a fucking ticking time bomb that scares the shit out of me when you get a girl that needs it. Because you get a girl that needs it. Like, think about that. If you need a relationship so much, you're the most... You're attracting the wrong things, though. You're attracting the wrong damn thing. But you're always going to be looking at, okay, this is what I need. This is it. And then when you realize that you're so focused on what you need rather than the quality of what's really going on, and then suddenly that doesn't turn into what you thought it was going to be, and all of a sudden you lose it again and be like, oh, and then you just get so crazy after that, thinking that now my my, my clock's getting worse. That's the worst thing. I loved being single. I almost didn't. I almost don't want this. I I know, yeah, right. I love being single. I'm watching I loved of, myself. Uh, I mm. enjoyed being by myself. I honestly loved being by myself sometimes. It was enjoyable. I did what I wanted to do. Well, the good thing is, too, because this is also cool. You do what you want to do, right? I do. Mm-hmm. The cool thing is, we kind of live long distance. I we call it long do. distance because it's one hour. Okay? It's more. I know. People call us like, oh my God, you Are you kidding me? My. Yeah. my it's been like eight My hours. boyfriend lives in like Brazil, man. Right. So, um, but with with us, we kind of got, it's like, it's like almost with my, with my arrangement with Kyler. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have him every other weekend, some day, you know, it's basically 50-50, but it's like every other weekend. So like, I still get my father life where I'm like, oh man, I missed you so much, man. It's been a week since I saw you. I was so excited. And we get to like hang out. I'm totally immersed in him because I haven't seen him in a week. I love that. And then there's like the weekends where I don't have them. So I have like my own time. I get to have fun. I get to see my friends. I get to do this. I plan everything. I'm on the weekends. I don't have them. Mm-hmm. So I'm structured that way. We kind of live a little bit of long distance, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool too, because like it gives a chance to already miss. Mm-hmm. To get to that, like I haven't seen you in three days. I haven't seen you today. But no. it also makes you communicate, right? It makes you and learn how to. Not just text. Mm-hmm. So what's important about that? Because we now communicate with each other. Tell each other about each other's day. Uh, we do something cute. What's that? We go, you go on walks with me when I walk Beckham, mm-hmm. my dog, mm-hmm. uh, every night, and we talk for probably like an hour. Just yeah. about our day, about random things. I literally think you just let me talk sometimes, which is fine, and I'm okay with that. I got a text <laughs> yesterday. Thank you for letting me babble tonight. You listen very well or something like that. I don't know what it was. Because sometimes it just, it's just good to talk to someone, right? Just tell them about your day, whatever. Yeah. We do that. We communicate, though. And I think people miss communicating. Yeah. Because again, if you were, if we saw you every day, and I'm not saying that's it's not bad. We to wouldn't see every share day. as much. We wouldn't share as much. We wouldn't have that much to share. But like, we'd be on the couch watching TV, kind of like cuddling, but it's not really talking, but really kind of looking at TV. You know, we'd be doing like, we could slip into something like that. I can see if you don't really practice communication mm-hmm. thing. Which is why, again, something like this is extremely kind of cool, kind of important. There was no plan for us having a pot. Well, I kind of like, let's just do one. You were kind of like a last minute. I don't know. Type. You have these like secret little agendas here and there. And I just don't know. <laughs> but 
with this one, I knew I wanted to have this conversation. I wanted to have this conversation a little bit further along the relationship to kind of see like, but I think it's kind of cool in the first month and then we'll do another one later on and see how things develop. I don't see Maybe we'll do our first, or maybe we'll do our first like, when we're kind of like, maybe if we get upset with each other, we're just like, you know what, podcasting this. The first fight, let's go. The first fight, podcast. I don't want to talk to you. Put it on record. Let's do this now. And It'll we'll, be the most ridiculous fight. I already know because it won't stupid. be anything serious. It'll yeah. be something absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I told you I like Merlot, not this, I don't like this kind. So you got me the wrong wine, and I think you did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about you it. You didn't tell me the right time of the day to be there, so I was late. <laughs> so I was late. See, I told you I tried to be on time, but I'm late. So Something retarded. Yes. There was a communication thing that we get to have when we go on little things. I think something like this is really important too because the good thing is about a lot when I'm with you, I don't post on social. I don't need it. It's like weird. I don't, I don't need notice it. Other, and I don't need it. And it's just like, yeah, I don't notice it because I don't need it. I, don't need I to take pictures sometimes but just for the moment, but then, and I do post those every now and then, I will say. That's cool. I did sneak attack one of you recently. Oh, we went on a hike. Yeah. I, I couldn't that. help it. It was so cute. It wasn't a bad picture. It, it was, was a good moment. Picture. I appreciate that. That was a happy moment. It was a good hike, too. It was a good hike. Yeah. So I was just like living in the moment. But uh, yeah, no, I don't do social media as much. I I, I feel bad sometimes. I neglect my friends. Like, I'm so neglected. I turn into that person when I get in something like this. My, and I, 35 I messages later, like even I after tonight, I probably have like 50. I'm like, what the heck? What are you even doing? Do you have a life outside of us? Well, yeah. Well, that has to be the balance there. I know things are very, again, honeymoon, blah, 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 but I I always think that friendships, life's outside of, that should all be well-balanced. I, I think it's think rude it to be on your friend all the time with someone else, all the time. Friends, doesn't matter. Like, I even apologized tonight when I was with some of my friends. I was like, I'm really sorry, should be on the phone. It's a client, doesn't matter. Like, it just, it's not except, like, you be in the moment that you're with that person, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't get that moment back. And I read a quote recently that said that literally this one moment that you're living that's the last time you'll see that moment. So you, might, you only get one life. You might as well just live it in the moment all the time. Live it to the fullest and enjoy every aspect of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I was going to keep going, but I think we should end on that. Oh, dude. I think that was that powerful. I was waiting for something more powerful than that. I was probably gearing up for something, but I honestly think that was a powerful enough to end on. Oh, I don't know. Do you? Yeah. I think it was almost How long has it been? It's been an hour and ten minutes. Wow, it's impressive. We'd probably go all night long. We'll probably go on. Oh, I know I can go all night long. Yes. I mean, what's already... I don't even care what time it is. It doesn't matter. But what I am saying is like... That's what the that's what the great thing about this is. It's... That's why I wanted to jump on a podcast. Not have any direction. So I just fun. wanted to talk. Because we didn't look at our phones for over an hour and ten minutes. I haven't like... Outside of like looked out, you know, I haven't looked anywhere else really. But right here, you. your eyes. No, we got mm-hmm. the headphones on. It's just a hundred percent one in one, and the time went by extremely, extremely fast. Mm-hmm. And I think those are those are some of the best moments. So I think it's good that we can share that kind of a moment. And I think it's actually I think more relationships need that time mm-hmm. to each other, because I think my number one love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. Me too. Cheers to that. Katie Powell, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Here's to uh, here's to the next podcast. Ooh, who's next? Mm. A future you. Actually, I think I am next. I think you are going to be next. With Tasha. Oh, my. Yeah, we are doing a, um, we're doing, 
We're doing it. I'm doing a double podcast that mm-hmm. night. I'm going to do just Tasha. Y'all are going to try and make it get drunk and sit in the corner, you said. You were going to be drunker than hell when that happened. We're going to be shit show. That's going to be fun. No, I'm going to be the shit show, and I'm going to be sitting in the corner while the two of you are having a great old time <laughs> because she can't get drunk. So. Oh, that's right. Oh, she can't get drunk. All right, you're right. So it's going to be Katie by herself sitting in the corner passed out somewhere because that's what always happens. We'll wake you up when it's all done. Yeah, just let me know. <laughs> just let me know. All right. Good night, Katie. Good night.